You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman, and I'm excited today. Uh, I don't know if you can check the title. We are doing a full seven-round 49ers mock draft with trades. Uh, This one took a while to put together. But man, it's so fun whenever you start getting into, you know, those later rounds, not because, you know, I've done the draft work on 250 plus people yet. I haven't, uh, but my numbers aren't there yet. But you start to look at fits. Um, you start to look at, you know, molds of players, player style, um, height, weight, all that kind of stuff, uh, zone fits, scheme fits, all those things. And it starts to piece together. And, you know, it, it's, it's, <laughs> this is a cheesy analogy, but it's like the matrix, man. Like you start seeing, and you've got this list of 50 dudes and then you're just like, Oh no, no, no. Ooh, this guy, that's a fit. Ooh, this position, that's a fit. So do I think that this is a mock draft that's going to actually happen? Hell no. <laughs> you know, Evan Silva, friend of the show, uh, he has won, I think two, or three times out of the past four years, and he's only gotten 11 picks right in the first round. Um, it's it's rough to predict. But what we're going to do, we're going to go through. Now, what I used for this was first-pick.com. There's so many mock draft generators out there, and it's pretty fun bouncing around trying them all. This was one of the original ones out there, and it's free. It is completely free. You have to register for an account if you want to do like trades and stuff, but whatever. Um it's really, really good because, one, they're ahead of the game. They already include the comp picks. So the third-round pick for Robert Sala being hiring is included, and also the fifth-round pick for Emmanuel Sanders is included as well. 
So you look across kind of the 49ers draft board and what that looks like in their positional value and all these things. I went through the NFC West and I just tabulated. You know, each pick has a value and there's different charts out there. The Jimmy Johnson trade pick uh, calculator, I think, is one of the best out there. And if you just tally all of their picks and where they, now this is without the third and fifth pick, mind you, the 49ers wind up 13th in the NFL for most draft capital in the 2021 uh, season, which is, I mean, they're picking 12, but they've got the, you know, some extra juice in there as well. Now they'll jump up to 12 if you calculate uh, the comp picks. If you stay in the NFC West, the Cardinals are at 18th with a, and again, let me give you these point totals real quick. 49ers are 13th in the NFL with 1,860 points, 0.5, if you want to be technical. The Cardinals are 18th with 1,642.2. So you're talking a good 220 points over the next place. But then you get you get down to Seattle and the Rams. They're dead last, and it's not even close. Seattle is 31st, and he gets out of 32 teams with 442 points. That's it. 442 points is their entire draft. The Rams, dead last 32, 352 points, which is equivalent to the number 55 overall pick in the draft. They have nothing. <laughs> so if, if you think your job's meaningless, if you think that your job is just like, what am I doing here? Imagine being a draft scout for the Los Angeles Rams. You don't have anybody to do. You don't have nothing. Uh, yeah, You can't really scout anybody because you have no picks. It, it's, I don't know. They're basically doing the same thing that we're doing here. Um, anyway. So let's jump into this. So I included trades in the first round. I didn't trade in the second, third, fourth round. I kind of let that play out. And there's a lot of trades. So I jumped into this with the mindset of I want to trade up for a quarterback without overpaying like crazy. Okay. I didn't want to mortgage the future. And so here's what I was offering. I was hoping Zach Wilson would fall. Zach Wilson went number two. <laughs> and it just wasn't there. I offered to the Jets at number two, this year's first rounder, next year's first rounder, um, and a third round pick next year got rejected. I'm not willing to pay more than that. So Zach Wilson's gone. Then I waited for one of the last two QBs to go, Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Justin Fields goes. Then it's like, all right, let's go up, try to get Trey Lance. I offered a first, a second, and fourth this year to jump up to pick seven, uh, and he was gone. Uh, so yeah, I tried to jump up, but I wasn't willing to go, you know, straight ham. I, I love Zach Wilson. If we could get him for two ones, I would do it. I don't feel the same about Trey Lance, a first and a second. I'd probably feel comfortable with whatever, but it didn't pan out. And this is the beauty of doing all of those mock drafts because you kind of get to see like, dang, I wanted these guys. All right, well, let's see how it plays out. Um, let's see what that looks like. So all the quarterbacks are gone. We're sitting at number 12. I don't want to trade up at that point. If those QBs are gone, I, I, I want to chill, okay? So I just sit back and relax, and we come up on the clock at pick 12, and there is a plethora, I love that word, three amigos, um, of talent there. I, I really liked what was there. Uh, people that were still available on the clock. Um, and again, any mock draft that you do, you can say, oh, well, that person's not going to be there. Well, that person's not going to be there. Well, that's why you do more than one mock draft. You, you start to see... Man, every now and then this guy falls. 
nobody expected Aaron Rodgers to fall as far as he did. Nobody expected, you know, you go on and on and on. There's so many players that you don't expect to fall, and it happens every single year. So Caleb Fairley, who I love, he's my number one corner. J.C. Horn, who I really, really like. Quiddy Pay, um, Edge Osai, which I see a question about him. Joseph Osai from Texas, Niner Drag. Your opinion on Joseph Osai from Texas opposite Bosa? I really like him, and Kyle Pitts was available. So back to Osai. He is he fits what the 49ers love. He could play edge. He could play five technique, three technique. You could put him in uh, over the you know he fits that kind of Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner kind of whatever mindset. Now does he have the height and all those things that they have? Hell no, that he doesn't. He's not even close in that facet. But what he does, he's 6'3", 245. He's just a multiple guy. You could put him in a 3'4", and he could be a stand-up edge guy. Like, this guy is just all over the place. I am a Longhorn. I've watched this kid play for years. He is the heart and soul of that defense, which Texas has been through a lot of adversity. He's been there through it all, and he is the best player on the field no matter who they're playing against. He's incredible. Some teams will stay away from him because, again, he's 6'3", 245. Some people are going to have a problem with that. Uh, I've seen some people have Osai as top 15 pick. I've had uh, Pro Football Focus, for example, has a fourth round or third round grade on him. I, I have a first round grade on him. I like him. Um, I'm not in love with him. If the 49ers got him in the first round, I would be stoked <laughs> because, again, as a Longhorn, but I think 12 is too rich. I really, really do. So I'm not taking him there. Now, if I was going edge there, there is a player I love. You know, if it, I just finished this breakdown, so I'm going to share just a real quick clip. And this is of Quiddy Pay, defensive end from Michigan. And golly, he is fun as hell to watch. So here's a quick uh, clip, audio clip, or video clip, sorry, um, of Quiddy Pay at Michigan. And this is a fun clip because he's going, to, this is a 2019 film. He's going against somebody playing this weekend, Tristan Wirfs. So this is Michigan versus Iowa, and man, you want to look at how somebody will translate at the next level? Man, why not put them up against a first-round offensive tackle that's doing it very, very well in the NFL? So here we go. Defensive end, Quiddy Pay from Michigan against Tristan Wirfs. Come on, go, 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 go. Man, look at the motor. Look at the freaking motor. You put this kid on a good secondary team, he's going to feast. And it's not even like first and second pass rush moves. This is just motor backyard football. It's stalemated. Uh, just turn and run. Turn and run. God, look at him close that space. Whew. I like me some quitty pay, guys. I really, really do. Unfortunately, I got to stop this breakdown. I get too close to class. But uh, I freaking love this kid, Quiddy Pay. Um, you know, if he's there at 12, I'd be very, very happy. Obviously, quarterback is such a big need. But edge defender, you can't. Man, look at him. Just the closing speed he gets in on there. I really like this kid. And that that's Quiddy Pay. You want somebody that's all out motor all the time. Like we just got through seeing um, Kerry Hyder, right? Kerry Hyder's incredible. A big reason why he was able to get eight and a half sacks this year, a lot of them were cleanup sacks because he just never stops. Quiddy Pay has that in space. Um, ceiling twitch, 6'4", 277. Uh, this kid is incredible. His story is incredible. Born in an African refugee camp and came to the United States as a, as a kid. And he's incredible. All about family, all about football. This kid has it all. I really, really do like him. I think he's going to be pretty close to my top 10. Um, I, I, I just think he's going to be kind of in that 9 to 12 area. Now, edge rushers usually get pushed up. 
And so I like Quiddy Pay, but guess what, guys? I didn't take him. I didn't take him. I backed up. I said, you know what? What trade offers are out there? And I went with an unlikely foe to trade. But hey, it happens. The Raiders. The Raiders came on the board, and they offered their first and second round pick. Okay, so the Raiders are picking at number 17. So you're dropping back five spots. Usually I don't want to do that. But again, Caleb Fairley, J.C. Horn, Quiddy Pay, Osai, Kyle Pitts. Even though like though the quarterbacks are gone, I love those guys. And that's going to give me the range to jump up later if I want to. So I take the trade. 49ers fall back. We give up number 12 for the Raiders. Raiders jump up to 12 and take Micah Parsons. Um, whatever. They have a huge need at linebacker. Whatever. We fall back five spots. Now, I'm watching, and again, because there's five guys I like, we fall those five spots. Um, a lot of the guys were gone. Quiddy Pay got picked. Um, Kyle Pitts got picked. And Osai got picked. Oh, sorry, not Osai. Uh, Caleb Fairley did. So the two guys that were left at 17 were J.C. Horn and Osai. And I said, you know what? I like where I'm at. I like this. We're getting a corner need. And again, probably should have expressed this at the start. Sorry. I'm operating this mock draft under the assumption we re-sign Trent Williams and Jason Verrett. So that's my assumption. If we do not sign Trent Williams, you're going tackle in the first round, period. That's all there is to it. Um, but I, if you if you re-sign Trent Williams, which I think the 49ers will, then I'm okay. Definitely get a tackle later in the draft if you can. But I don't think it's the most promising need. I know Mike McGlinchey haters, whatever else. So I get J.C. Horn, um, and I really like him. Now, another thing that's important, and I'm going to show you a quick clip of J.C. Horn that I haven't shown you guys before. As always on Patreon, man, um, that's kind of the bread and butter of the podcast. You want to support us, that's the place to do it, patreon.com. You can cancel anytime. Sign up. Give it a shot. It's 8 bucks. And you can see the 300-plus film breakdowns I have. Just sign up. You look through them. I don't like it. Cancel. Boom, you're done. Anytime. Uh, this is a way to support the podcast. That's kind of the whole idea behind it. And listeners ask for a new feature. We're going to be doing a monthly Zoom. Uh, hang out, drink some beer, whiskey, whatever it is. Sit around, talk football, and just have like a, a one-month hangout for our Patreon uh, club. Now, that's the top tier, so if you want to participate in that, again, all the money there goes straight to the podcast and allows me to spend more time so my wife doesn't hate me uh, doing uh, 49ers Rush stuff. So here we go. Here's a quick clip of J.C. Horn and just one of the many things that he does so well. His top-end speed is legit. No, I don't think that's him. I think he's down here. Yeah, he's down here. Oh, just ran a crossing route. Oh, he had it covered. That is one of the toughest routes to guard the dig, the drag across, and man coverage. You've got everything all by yourself. You have no help. He got there, man. Look at his speed to recover and get in phase here. It's pretty solid because he, he gives up a little separation early. Okay, so right here, you've got to turn and you've got to run to a space. you got to turn and go, and he recovers well. Cuts underneath, trying to bait the quarterback. Now, the ball's going to come underneath, not to him, not to his guy. That damn tight end again. Yep, sure is, man. A tight end. Two touchdowns when he's not guarding them. Ah. But watch this closing speed. 
this is a good damn play right here. This might be one of the best things that you've seen from him today in this film. I mean, you can see he's behind. This this wide receiver is open currently, but watch him turn on the Jets and get to that upfield shoulder. I mean, look at that. You throw that, that's an interception. He was, I mean, he got there. This is a hell of a play. Now the tight end underneath, 24 peeking in the backfield. Yeah, I, I like this kid, man. J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. 49ers have so much tie to these guys. I, I think it's important. Now, if you look at a couple of things that he does better than anybody else. One, when he's in phase, he's dangerous. That dude gets his eyes back to the quarterback every time he's trying to get his hands on the football. Also, the absorber. He, is, he plays with his body so well. The son of you know Joe Horn, NFL Pro Bowl wide receiver. This guy has it. I love this kid. Uh, you're going to see a lot of... I would be very, very happy to get him at 12. But we fell back all the way to 17. It's still got our guy. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, so... 49ers drop back. We picked up an extra second rounder. We got J.C. Horn. So now our starting cornerbacks are going to be Jason Verrett, J.C. Horn. We're feeling pretty good about this. We're feeling needs. 49ers draft for needs. Uh, we, we, we all understand that. Um, and so I fully expect things like this to happen. Now, as it keeps going, we drop down the draft a little bit. I start getting a little nervous. Because a lot of the guys that I want in the second round are going. We didn't get one of the top four quarterbacks. And I start saying, man... What will it cost to jump up? So I just start putting fillers out there because Mac Jones is sitting there. And so what I keep offering, I keep offering our second round pick that we got from the Raiders, which is number 43. And I keep, and I'm offering to our Sala pick, the comp pick. It's going to be around pick 100 for Robert Sala being hired away for minority. So I'm offering, again, things that we didn't even need. The second round pick, which we got for trading back. The Sala pick, which we got because we lost our DC. And pick number 173. And so I just keep offering these things, um, offering them. Nobody's taking it. I started offering at pick 26. Nobody took it at 26, not 27, not 28. I'm just like, dang, nobody's going to get it. And finally... I get a deal at pick 32, whether that's the Chiefs. Uh, I had the Chiefs at the 32 spot. You can say the Bucks, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I finally get a trade. So the 49ers jump back up the last pick in the first round, which is key because now you get that fifth-round option. And so it, it was. I, I felt pretty good about this. So we got J.C. Horn at 17. We jumped back up the last pick in the first round, and again, we gave up the Raiders' second pick that we got, the third for Sela, and then a sixth. We're doing, we're doing just fine. And we finally get quarterback Mac Jones. Now, is he who I want? No, he's not. <laughs> it, it didn't work out in the draft with the top four guys, but Mac Jones is not a bad consolation prize if we fall back. I do think that Mac Jones will be going in the first round. There's way too many quarterback needy teams. Uh, Jimmy G would be our starter. Mac Jones would be there if Jimmy gets hurt or doesn't perform well. Um, I, I think that this is one of the better ways to go. It's not the best way. It's not what I wanted, uh, but I'll take it. And Mac Jones will be perfect to step in, learn. He's going to operate well. Um, one of the things that I think he does better than others is against the blitz and getting the ball to playmakers. That's that's who he is to a T. So here's a clip. This will be our last football clip today. Um, I don't have clips of the second you know, third, fourth rounders, whatever else. This is Mac Jones, quarterback Alabama, and one of the things that he does well, attacking the blitz. Oh, let's see what he does with the safety coming down. Look at him, replaces it. 
Man, he is so good versus the Blitz. Recognizes it. He's going to scream. Look where he's going to go. He's going to wait for number two to clear out, and then boom, right where that safety should have been, you know you got one-on-one -on -one coverage. Whew, that is a good play. You know, whenever you're watching these quarterbacks, you're thinking, what is it that he can do that other people can't in this draft? What is it that makes him better? First off, you like the arm motion. Elbow's a little low. Not too bad. He's got a decent release. But, man, if there's anything, you're circling <laughs> that big old noggin because what he's got between his ears, that's going to give him the opportunity to win a lot of games at the next level. And that's that's everything with Mac Jones. Efficiency. He doesn't have any negative plays. He doesn't he doesn't take sacks. He doesn't throw interceptions. No, like that's just not who he is. He gets the ball out. Now, is he as dynamic an athlete as the other guys? Hell no, he's not. Not even mentioned in the realm. But Kyle Shanahan does like those quarterbacks to sit in the pocket. I know we all wish he didn't, but that's just kind of who he is. This is a consolation prize. And again, if you maneuver around the draft board, you don't have to sacrifice very much to get them. So you get out of the first round with two picks again. It's what the 49ers always do. J.C. Horn, uh, cornerback, and Mac Jones, quarterback. I like it. So I'm sitting around. We're going in the second round now, baby. We're moving. And one of my favorite players in this entire damn draft. such a draft crash on this guy. Again, I'm a Longhorn. I don't know why I like OU players. I'm trying to jump up. We're at pick 48. I'm trying to jump up to get interior offensive lineman Creed Humphrey. Because the 49ers need help on the offensive line. Uh, you know, a question this week uh, from, Mike, uh, from Mike B said, man, go over the offensive line. What's the problem there? Is it bad QB play? Yeah, it is. A mobile quarterback does make the O-line play better. There's no doubt about that. Um, but our O-line needs help. And it's not just Mike McGlinchey. The problem with Mike McGlinchey is he's the, one of the best run blockers in the entire NFL. Kyle Shanahan's not getting rid of him. He even joked about it. He's not going anywhere. The problem is that center and right guard combination. Daniel Brunskill's good. He's an average starter at either position, not elite at either one of them. McKivitz uh, showed some flashes, but you don't want to bank on that. So I trade up. I get aggressive. I, <laughs> I'm not sitting still. And I don't think John Lynch is either. John Lynch did not make one original pick last year's draft. Not one. Every single pick was moved. Uh, traded for a player or moved up and down every single pick was moved it's just what it is so i eventually find a taker the 49ers are picking 48 i give up the 48th pick and the number 156 pick now again these numbers might be off based on what you're looking at because this site uses the compensation pick so the numbers are going to be off after the third round uh, but anyway, number 48, 156 to jump up to 40 moved up eight spots and got my boy creed humphrey Woo! Perfect fit in Kyle Shanahan's system. Four-year starter at Oklahoma at center. He's a plug-and-play center day one. And if if interior offensive lineman went in the first round, doesn't happen often, uh, Creed Humphrey would qualify. If somebody drafted him in the first round, not a bad pick. It's not. Uh, you, this would fill an immediate need, and you would upgrade your offensive line. Very similar to the question that Mike B just asked. This would solidify and take some of the pressure off your quarterback from getting hit all the damn time. Um, again, you'd slide Brunskill over to guard, and you'd have Brunskill and McKivitz competing with Brunskill being your utility play for the interior offensive line. You, you, I love all those things. All those are good things. Um, so through three picks, we're all right. We've got some players. We got J.C. Horn. We got Mac Jones. 
and we got Creed Humphrey. We are plugging huge, huge needs. Now, the problem is you got to wait a little while. Uh, next pick is not until the fourth round. And before we get to the fourth round, I do got to say just thank you to our sponsor, Magic Spoon, baby. Here we go. Whenever I was a kid, one of my favorite things to do was to go to the grocery store with my mom. She would finally turn us loose, me and my brothers and sisters, on the cereal aisle, and we could all pick one for ourselves. It was incredible. It was like Christmas, but shopping. And as kids, you always went after the most sugar-laden, unhealthy cereal imaginable to mankind. But we all grow up. Cereal is still a major part of my life. I love cereal very, very much. But now there's a product that gives you that same incredible great taste that you grew up loving, but that's healthy. Listen to these numbers. And again, keep in mind that these numbers go with great taste. Zero grams of sugar. 11 grams of protein. You can't find another cereal that does that. Only three net grams of carbs. And they have four amazing flavors. This is magicspoon.com I'm talking about. I love this product. I love this company. They have cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Taste amazing. But above that, it's healthy for the whole family. Uh, my wife, my 12-year-old, my 17-year-old, myself, we've all tried this product, and they all love it. We all have different favorites. This is one of the ways that you increase healthy living to your family lifestyle without sacrificing flavor. Whenever you hear these words, which all these are true for Magic Spoon, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, you think, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty gross. Well, get this. This company, big reason why I agreed to allow them to sponsor our podcast, I don't let anybody, I don't work with any company, 100% happiness guarantee. You try their product, you don't like it, 100% refund, no questions asked. What do you have to lose? And if you use our promo code 49ERS, you get free shipping straight to your door. You don't even have to go to the grocery store. The cereal comes to you, baby. So head to magicspoon.com slash 49ers and make sure you use the promo code 49ers whenever you check out for free shipping. That's magicspoon.com 49ers. Thank you for sponsoring this project. What are you doing? Go get some cereal for you and your family. Trust me, you will thank me later. All right, quick question from Drew. He says, John, would you consider drafting Landon Dickerson in the later rounds? Uh, you can make the O-line dominant. Um, we need presence since Staley retired. You're, Landon, he's got a lot of buzz. And let me say this. Uh, interior offensive lineman from Alabama, a redshirt senior, 6'6", 326. I like Landon. And I think that he's going to probably go in the second round, early third. The problem is he doesn't fit the zone scheme particularly well. He could play the zone scheme. Not saying he couldn't. But he is best suited. You know, you watch his film. He's a phone booth guy. Um, very great in pass protection. You know, can kind of play all of the offensive line positions, but you don't want him pulling and running 50 yards downfield. So where he succeeds, now if you could combine, you know, this kid, Dickerson, and you put him together with McGlinchey and make one person, it would be ideal. Because where Dickerson excels is pass protection, which is great. But where does Shanahan value an offensive lineman? The running game, the zone running game. That's his bread and butter. Uh, unfortunately, that's where it is. So I don't think Dickerson's really going to be a guy that the 49ers target. Watch me, you know, miss out on that. But, you know, Creed Humphrey fits it to a T. But again, he's an interior guy only. Now, we jump forward. We traded away our third round comp pick to move up. And again, Mac Jones, I get it. <clears throat> is anybody pumped we're getting Mac Jones? No. 
It, it, it's, it's not what it is. <laughs> I see the question here, Tyson. Uh, would you compare Mac Jones to a modern-day Peyton Manning? Absolutely not. That is the best question ever. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm chuckling a little bit like the doctor from The Simpsons. All right, fourth round. We've still got some needs. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers went edge first or second round. It didn't fall that way. Um, you get up to pick 117. There are some key edge players that are sitting there staring you in the face. Now, this is a very, very weak edge class. Make no mistake about that. But there are some role player, situational players in this draft that fit. What the 49ers need is a speed edge guy. We have our edge players. There's no doubt about that. But D Ford's not walking anywhere. He's never going to play again. D Ford's done. We've got to replace him. Now, are you going to get a starter in the fourth round? No. But you could get somebody that could come in <clears throat> and do that speed rush role. And so I found at pick number 117 in the fourth round out of Penn State, he's part of the all-name team, baby, Edge Shaka Tooney. Like this kid a lot, six foot three, two thirty-eight. He wouldn't be a starter, <clears throat> probably at any point in his career. But this is a guy, if it's third and long, if it's second and long, if it's two-minute drill, he's going to be out there. Absolute speed rusher, just a pass rush specialist and a perfect fit in a wide nine scheme. He's got 20 career sacks to his name. You're in the fourth round. So you could still find some talent. I don't think he's ever going to be a three-down player, but it doesn't matter. The 49ers have one of the best rotational pass rushers, like the whole team. They move everybody. So you don't have to have that. So we get an edge player, edge Shaka Tooney, I like that name. Moving on to the fifth round. This is our Sanders comp pick, so all the way at the end of the fifth round, going to be around pick 180. We go, why not? We got to get a wide receiver at some point. You know, you're looking at the board, trying to find these guys, who's there, who's not there. And sure enough, stay with a team that you know and you can trust. Go back to the well. Arizona State, this guy was a beast at the Senior Bowl. Wide receiver Frank Darby, you've got all the connections. Obviously, Herm Edwards is the coach down there, best friends with John Lynch. This kid's fun, six foot, 194. Now, he's not in the mold of Nikhil Harry. He's not in the mold, really, of you know who we just got, Brandon Ayuk. He's a quick and aggressive guy. He could compete for that number three spot day one. Uh, I really like him. This is wide receiver Frank Darby out of Arizona State. Moving on, we got a couple more picks in the sixth round. We go pick up another corner. We need cornerback depth. <laughs> we go <clears throat> BYU. Why not? Let's go. Let's, it, there is something that this front office is very, very important, and that is programs and players that they can trust. If they can't trust you, they're going to stay away, and that's one of my kind of hiccups with Alabama. We've been burned by them before, and John Lynch and uh, Shadyhead have been very adamant. We're going to go with guys we trust. So if there's an evaluation that just blows them away from a program like Alabama, uh, which has so much talent, but eh, it's not exactly the best relationships between Saban and Shanahan. If there's somebody there, they'll take them. No doubt about that. 
But here in the sixth round, we've got BYU corner Chris Wilcox, six foot two, one ninety seven. The perfect build for the corner that we're looking for. Very, very physical. Uh, for a cornerback in the sixth round. Now you're just trying to get guys who you think can adapt and fill a depth position and eventually fight for starters. Uh, this roster, we're, we're not, again, Kyle Shanahan said this so many times. You know, a big reason why they, they claimed they picked the punter, Mitch Wisnowski, in the fourth round. Uh, we looked at the board and we didn't see anybody that was going to start or make our roster. So we said, why not go get a punter? He's not going to be there next round. Uh, Mitch Wisnowski hasn't been very good. He's been average, but not fourth-round punter good. But the mindset is what's important that carries over. So they go get Chris Wilcox, six foot two, 197, uh, just adding to that corner room because, man, there's a lot of guys leaving. There's a lot of guys leaving. Um, now, real quick, here we go. We got two picks left at pick number 229 in the seventh round, and I love seventh-round draft picks, man. Um, this is where you start to target kind of guys the 49ers might not draft, but the 49ers are the best team in the entire NFL. If you could choose to be an undrafted free agent anywhere, it's the freaking San Francisco 49ers. We move everybody up. Uh, Daniel Brunskill, Roz Dwelly, uh, you just, there's so many, Emmanuel Mosley, so many guys that get the opportunity because they get pieces that fit. And again, if you're fitting Kyle Shanahan's system, you're going to get a spot. So I, I don't think the 49ers will draft a running back, but there is a need there. I think the running back situation currently obviously is pretty good. You have Raheem Mostert, one. You've got Jeff Wilson Jr., two. Jamichael Hastie's going to be coming back as that kind of three spot. You're going to have to fill up again. You're bringing in two to three undrafted free agents at running back every year. You've had a lot of success. You know, the two guys we brought in last year, Jamichael Hasty obviously was huge before he got hurt. And then uh, Salvin Ahmad, who had fumbling issues one day, they cut him loose, and now he's, you know, fighting for a starting running back spot out in Miami. So we, we land these guys. I love this kid. Out of Virginia Tech running back at pick number 229, Jacoby. Oh, sorry, Khalil Herbert, Virginia Tech, five foot nine, two hundred four. Exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants in a running back. Top end speed, check. One cut runner. Already had experience in the zone system. You watch him. He widens the play, plants that outside foot, gets upfield, means business. Runs angry between the tackle. Little upset bowling ball. It's the mentality that the perfect fit that Kyle Shanahan always wants. Now we've got one more. Pick left, and then we're going to go over everything and get to some questions. But before we do that, real quick word from our sponsor, my bookie, Super Bowl week, baby. Look, it's Brady and Mahomes going head-to-head -head in the big game, and everybody's talking about who's going to win. Now, whether you're going for the Chiefs or Bucks, I don't like either one of them. But who you bet with or who you bet on is just as important as who you bet with. And that's why I always tell my friends to go to my bookie. Now, at mybookie.ag... They have all the props for the big game. You always hear about these Super Bowl props. What are they? But you can bet on the color of Gatorade. You can bet on how long the national anthem is. You can bet on if a scoring drive is shorter than the national anthem and vice versa. They have everything, including all the prop bets for the game itself, things like MVP, first touchdown score, and more. They got everything. So the best news about this is you can bet from the comfort of your home, on your phone, anytime, that you want to bet. So head over to mybookie.ag. They've got squares on the game. They have everything. So whatever it is that you usually do for your kind of Super Bowl party or whatever, 
it's a weird time. It's a weird time of year with COVID and all those things. You can do all that with mybookie.ag. So don't miss out on the last game of the year. Sign up at mybookie.ag today. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to have your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000. That's free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use promo code 49ERS at mybookie.ag. Bet, win, and get paid only at mybookie. All right. With the last pick of this 40, we're going to summarize it so that if you came in late, that's okay. Uh, you'll be able to catch up. At pick number 239, the 49ers just go for a depth piece. Safety, Jacoby Stevens outside uh, from LSU. He's a 6'1", 216, and here's the thing about what the 49ers do. It's our draft button, like, take a shot word, versatility. The 49ers love that. Uh, guys that can play either safety position, perhaps linebacker, whatever else. Again, just getting more depth in that safety position. I don't think Joukowsky Tart's going to be back. Um, you're going to have to replace him with somebody, even if it's just a depth piece. But I really do like this kid. I think that he's going to have a niche in the NFL. He's going to fall because his metrics might not be as high as a lot of the other uh, guys. But again, LSU, secondary players, they're coached as well as anybody in the, the entire country. I like this kid. So, Real quick rundown. We had two trades in the first round. We traded back from 12. All the quarterbacks went at 7. I tried. I <laughs> couldn't do it. Ended up getting J.C. Horn, cornerback, at number 17. Then we traded back up at the end of the first round to get Mac Jones. And that's important because you get that fifth-year deal on him, quarterback Mac Jones. Then we traded up just a couple spots in the second round to get a guy I covet, interior offensive lineman from Oklahoma, Creed Humphrey. Then we drop down to the fourth round. We get a ed situational edge guy, Shaka Tooney from Penn State. Fifth round, we get wide receiver Frank Darby out of Arizona State. Really like that kid. I think he's going to go higher than the fifth round, though. But very deep wide receiver class. Very deep wide receiver class. Sixth round, we get cornerback. Adding depth, we're going to need multiple corners in this draft. BYU Chris Wilcox, like him. Running back Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech in the seventh round. Perfect Shanahan fit. Um, he's going to be a fun guy. Austin Walter, I do see in the chat. Yes, he will be brought back. He will be one of those guys. But again, Austin Walter's good. I like him. I'm not knocking him. His ceiling is very low. He's going to be a special teams, number five running back for kind of his entire career. Um, you look at somebody like Herbert. Herbert could be... A guy, his ceiling's just higher. Um, I like Walter. He's got to stick around, no doubt about that. But again, ceiling, I think, is important. And the last pick, safety, Jacoby Stevens from LSU. So that gives us a quarterback, two cornerbacks, one interior offensive lineman, one edge, one wide receiver, one running back, and one safety. I like the way that this has panned out. I really do like this draft. Would I have preferred to get a quarterback? Yeah, you bet your rear end I would. I think you all would as well. Um, <clears throat> you you, you kind of look at all these things that are out there, and, man, I see it in the comments. I, my voice is losing. I've been teaching too much today. But here here's the issue. It, here Here's the, the comment here, and I love this, from Alex. It's a non-starter. If you fail to secure one of the top four quarterbacks, you've got to do whatever you can to get up there. And I like that attitude. But there's about 15 quarterback needy teams, and they pick ahead of us. <laughs> We're at 12, and other teams are going to be trying to trade. I don't think the 49ers need to mortgage everything. 
I'm putting together a little piece now where I'm just going back through the past 10 years of NFL drafts, trying to calculate all of these NFL draft day trades. And the one that stands out to me is the Josh Allen trade. You had the Bills were sitting at number 12. Okay, they jumped up to number seven. What did that cost? They gave up the number 12 pick and they had two first round picks that year. So they gave up number 12, number 53, and number 56 to jump up five spots. We don't have that draft capital, so we can't do that. We would have to do something. So if you look just at the calculations going by that same trade, to go from 12 to 7, this year's first, this year's second, next year's first. That's what it would cost for Trey Lance. Maybe. That's at pick 7. He might not even last that long. And the team you're trying to get him from, you look at this, like who your trade partners are, you can't trade teams that need a quarterback. <laughs> so you can't trade Detroit Lions. They need a quarterback. Yeah, they got golf, but still they need a quarterback. You can't trade the Carolina Panthers. They are one of the most aggressive in getting Matt Stafford. So you got to go above them. Philadelphia at six, yeah, that might fit. They don't need a quarterback. They got two, and neither one of them are particularly great. Um, so, you know, that six spot, you could trade up. That three spot, you could trade up. But again, you're mortgaging everything at that point, and it's just way too much. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of talent there. We've got a lot of time before the draft. We're going to keep doing these just to get different viewpoints of how it could shake out. But if this happened, i got to tell you guys, I'm walking away from this draft saying, hell yeah, we crushed it. We got multiple starters. And we got a quarterback that's going to develop that has a very high ceiling. A very high ceiling. Um, and he's got a high floor. Do I think that he could be a top five quarterback in the NFL? I don't think that. I don't think that. Um, there's a reason why he's not mentioned with the other ones. Now, will he go in the first round? Yeah, he is. And when that bet comes out, I'm taking that bet. But anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. That was a full seven-round mock. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, we will be back with you guys later this week uh, before the Super Bowl. We'll have one more, and we're going to do a betting special. Uh, but until then, just want to say thank you to everybody, and as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.